0: You're listening to Our Prophet, a collaboration between Saqlane and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at saqlane.org/support. So the Prophet stays in Quba in that village for about 10 to 15 days he stays in that village, Imam Ali alayhi salam has now arrived with Lady Fatima alayhi salam, his daughter, with his mother Fatima bint Asad and with the cousin of the Prophet Fatima bint Zubair ibn Abdul Muttalib. When they arrive and the mosque is the construction of the mosque starts the Prophet alayhi wa alayhi now decides to enter the city of Medina itself Now you can just imagine the excitement in the city of Medina after all these years, finally Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi the Messenger of God is coming to our city. There was so much joy in the streets, people were anxiously waiting. It's been about three years that the people of Medina are now quite familiar with the Quran, with the teachings of Islam. They had already pledged allegiance in Mecca to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi some companions of the Prophet had already settled in Medina teaching people the Quran so they were anxiously waiting people had already started to establish you know Islamic rituals praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reciting the Holy Quran the people of Medina had already taken the step to get rid of the idols before the arrival of the Prophet they had destroyed the idols and even burned them to demonstrate their Tawheed and belief in the one God. So the people of Medina were now really ready for Tawheed. They had rejected idolatry and worshipping idols and they're now anxiously waiting for the Prophet ﷺ. Now the Prophet departs Quba, which is about you know two to three miles away from the center of Medina and he's going north to enter the city itself. Now some sources like Bukhari, Musnad Ahmad, Seerah Halabiya, they describe to us something that we find problematic when the Prophet was entering Medina. They say that Abu Bakr was with the Prophet and they were, you know, entering together. In fact, one source states they were riding on the same camel, both of them on one camel, entering the city of Medina. Now the way that they describe it is questionable, why? Here's what they say, their claim is that when the Prophet was entering Medina, no one really recognized the Prophet and everyone recognized Abu Bakr. Oh, we recognize him, this is Abu Bakr, where is the Prophet? In fact, some of them thought he was the Prophet because, you know, he had that glorious, I don't know, appearance, He had that shaiba, as they say, you know, his beard had kind of become white. And their sources describe Abu Bakr as being a sheikh. Now, sheikh, linguistically, what does sheikh mean in the Arabic language? An, An elderly man, right? Someone who's like over 50, 60. In Arabic, we call him sheikh. And the Prophet is being described in these sources as ghulam. So when the Prophet enters Medina, There was a ghulam who's the prophet and a sheikh who's Abu Bakr. Now ghulam in the Arabic language is used to refer to what kind of age group? Not not necessarily kids, no. Young, young. Young, young man, exactly. You would describe a young man by saying ghulam, meaning 20s, 30s, even we could use it for 40s, fine. But not 50s and 60s. So that's how they entered the city of Medina. And Abu Bakr was getting all this attention. Until finally, Abu Bakr does something. People are like Ah, he's not the prophet. That other guy with him is the prophet. He's sitting next to the prophet. The sun is now directly above the prophet. Abu Bakr comes and he shades the prophet. He put he puts something to protect the prophet from the sun. Then they realize, okay, that must be the prophet because Abu Bakr is serving that man, so he must be the prophet. Now this is. The account that we get from some of these sources. How do you feel about these accounts? Mm. Even without even examining like the chain of narration. Let's just logically examine them. Why don't they make sense? If they recognize Abu Bakr, you don't mistake him for someone else. First of all, if they recognize him, you don't mistake him for someone else. But this could be their argument. That Abu Bakr, maybe they did not know exactly who he is, but at least like his face was familiar to them. The Prophet was. Not a familiar face to them. That could be their argument. Well, they know that they haven't seen the Prophet before, so that disqualifies the ones that they have seen. That's one argument. Another argument. Like uh, I remember hearing when the Prophet Ubbullah so, and people from Medina would come uh meet him and see him. Exactly, that's a very valid point. The Prophet was known, his face was known to many people. Remember, the Prophet would actually meet tribes in Mecca when he wanted to introduce them to Islam. In fact, many people from Medina had already pledged allegiance to the Prophet. That's why he came to Medina. They had recognized his face. Now they'll come and say, yeah, but Abu Bakr, he would travel sometimes to Syria. He would pass through Medina. Same with the Prophet His mother is from Medina. He's got uncles and aunts there. On his trips to Syria, as we saw before, when he would go on those business trips, he would pass through the city of Medina. So how is it possible that they recognize the face of Abu Bakr? Bas-haram, the face of the Prophet, the greatest light God puts in any face, they don't recognize it, that's number one. Number two, these sources indicate Abu Bakr looked like a sheikh and the Prophet like a young man. Who was older, the Prophet of Abu Bakr? Who was older? The Prophet he was two years older than Abu Bakr. Because Abu Bakr was born 573 A.D., the Prophet, وسلم, two years after Amulfield, two and a half year, two two, years and a half after the incident of the elephant, the Prophet was born Amulfiel, 570 AD. So the Prophet was actually two years older than Abu Bakr. But these sources are claiming Abu Bakr looked like an elderly man and the Prophet was a young man. What is this? The Prophet, the day he entered Medina, he was 53. You don't use the word Ghulam in Arabic to refer to a 53-year-old man. Ghulam is a 20-year-old man, maximum 30 years old, not a 50-year-old man. So that in itself tells us these narrations are problematic, they're doubtful. Maybe they were forged to give importance to Abu Bakr, that, you know, he was the one who, you know, he had that age factor because they used this in Saqifah, by the way, when they wanted to choose him as select him, they're like, well, he's, He's one of the eldest of the companions, let's choose him. So they're trying to give that impression even during the Prophet's life that he looks like very wise and old. But these are doubtful claims, so that's not something that we can accept. Number three, we examined before there are historical sources that state when the Prophet reached Quba with Abu Bakr after leaving the cave, What did Abu Bakr do that same night? He left Quba and he went to Medina. He was not willing to stay in Quba and in fact he was frustrated, why is the Prophet waiting when the Prophet said, I will not enter Medina until Ali ibn Abi Talib comes. So if we take that historical account, then Abu Bakr was not even with the Prophet when he entered Medina, he was already in Medina. So now we have conflicting reports. That in itself creates a contradiction which makes us doubt these reports. Unless they could argue the following point. They could present the following counter argument. They could say, yes, Abu Bakr went to Medina. But then when the Prophet decided to enter Medina, he came to Quba because Quba is not that far from Medina. You could, in an hour, you could walk, you know, two, three miles is not a lot. In half an hour, if you walk fast, you can get there. He came to Quba and then he entered Medina. They could use that as a counter argument. But in any case, our sources indicate Abu Bakr was already in Medina. Number four, those sources which claim that they were both riding on one camel, why? What's the justification for that? Because as we saw in the incident of the cave, each one had a camel. The Imam Imam Ali prepared those two camels or as we examined, he paid for it. Abu Bakr said, I have prepared them. The Prophet told Imam Ali pay the amount. So Abu Bakr had his own camel, the Prophet had his own camel. Why are they sitting on one camel? That's not explained, you know. We need an explanation for that. In any case, we find these reports dubious how the Prophet ﷺ entered the city of Medina.